Hi guys, it's been a while, but I promise I am back with a new podcast, and today I am really, really lucky. I have one of the writers from Animaniacs, Mr. Paul Rugg. Hello. He wrote my favorite, favorite episode, HMS Yakko. Yes. I'm so glad Gilbert and Sullivan gets to live through Animaniacs. That's great. It's one of those things where you come back to it, and even little kids will go, oh, I know that music, Mm -hmm. when they hear it later in life, and I think that's really valuable for cultural literacy to say nothing else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when I was a kid, I I would hear all those melodies, because they would use it for commercials, Mm -hmm. and only when I discovered Gilbert and Sullivan did I go, oh my gosh, really? This is where it comes from? So, and then I became a huge Gilbert and Sullivan fan. Huge Gilbert and Sullivan. I was wondering, when you started working on that episode, what was the first tune you wrote? I wrote it in sequence, actually. I remember that. The first tune was We Surf the Sea, the Warners We 3B, which was from Pirates of Penzance. And yeah, and then I started borrowing. I had this cassette of all these different, of of like the best of Gilbert and Sullivan, and I just started using all of them. Nice. Because, you know, it holds up. Yeah. For me, it's one of the strongest episodes and one of the strongest pieces of an episode that there is. Oh, good. Thank you. I'm glad. Yeah, to the point that we should run and we should flee is kind of my ringtone right now. <laughs> Which is, gosh, what is that? I think that's from the Gondoliers. I'm, I'm not sure what that's. What, yeah, I can't think of what it's called, but I know what piece it is. If I hear it, I'll be like, oh yeah, that one. Yeah. But yeah, you've also written a bunch of other episodes and you've voiced a couple of characters as mm-hmm. well outside of being Freakazoid in the separate series. Right. Uh, you were Mr. Director, correct? Yeah, I was Mr. Director based on Jerry Lewis. And only reason we did that was... I would do Jerry Lewis in the hallways. Mm-hmm. Tom Ruger, our executive producer, like, I'm so sick of it. Just let's put him in an episode. And we were, we were going through, it's funny, during Animaniacs, in, you know, the writers, we were all going through phases. And then we went through this Jerry Lewis phase. <laughs> so that's how that happened. And Freud Laven became a thing, too, because of you, I believe. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, we came up with that word because we we're trying to come up with fake Jerry Lewis words. You mm-hmm. know, Freud Laven, Fine Golden Maven Shoiled was another one. And, and I just had to write these words that I could sort of improvise off of, and Freundleben became a big one. I don't know why. It worked. Freundleben! Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things where you remember those episodes because you remember that one little thing. Yeah. Unlike me, where it's like, Princess Angelina Contessa, Louisa Francesca, Banana Fana Bobesca the <laughs> Third. I can still do it on occasion. Oh, good. Nice. When you look back on your work with Animaniacs, mm-hmm. what do you think is the most valuable thing about Animaniacs? That we were allowed to just be free, honestly. I, I can't remember a time, maybe there was one time, uh, where we were like, hey, are kids really going to get that? And, and that was the only time I ever remember that question being asked in the three years that we were there. The fact that they're doing a reboot sort of shows me that we weren't talking down to kids and that you don't have to talk down to kids and you can, you can just write it for, for yourself and be funny. I think that's probably one of the most valuable things for me about it because I watched it as a kid. I remember laughing as a kid and I go back and watch it now and I go, oh, I get this different reference, but mm-hmm. it's still funny. Yeah. I mean, for example, the very inappropriate fingerprints joke. Yes. As a kid, I didn't quite get it. As an adult, I just doubled over going, how did I miss this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I think that's the Warner Brothers. I mean, that was the Looney Tunes way. Mm-hmm. Back in the 40s, all those, all those cartoons were shown before movies for an adult audience and that that's sort of the Warner Brothers way and it works because to this day you say kill the wabbit everybody knows what you mean yeah yeah right and it's like if you say the nations of the world or Yakko's world people know exactly what you're talking about instantly and I'm sure Rob has really helped with that since he sings that song all the time yes Rob that is his thing if you could go back and do something with a current reference 
Is there anything Broadway-ish you'd want to bring into Animaniacs? Golly, ah, uh, you know, that's a very good question. I don't know. I'm not sure. That's a fair answer. Is that? It would depend on the mood I was in or whatever that, that you'd want to pull out. That's why a lot of people think Animaniacs was pop culture. It was really just what was in our heads. And now that's been misconstrued as pop culture. But it was like really who we were mm -hmm. at that time. I mean, there were a few jokes that didn't quite age as well. The Mel Gibson stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... When you look at it in terms of what it was back then versus what it is now, mm -hmm. it still works as a joke. It's just you can insert almost any actor into that position. Yep. And then you've also been working in comedy a lot lately too, haven't you? Yeah. There's a clean sketch comedy show out of uh, Provo, Utah of all places called Studio C, which is a sketch comedy show. So I wrote for them for four months. And I'm doing a bunch of writing just for various projects. And the project that I'm currently working on that is I can't say anything about. Aww. But it would be cool if it happened, because everyone would be happy. That's all. Yeah. That's all you can say? That's all I can say. But that's still a great thing to know, because it means yeah. there's something to look out for, hopefully. Yeah. Yes, I think so. So if my listeners wanted to follow you on social media, where could they find you? Oh my gosh, I should be better at this. Uh, on Instagram, it's rug, rug1. So that's R-U-G-R-U-G-G-1. And that's Instagram. Or Freundleben, um on my YouTube page, Paul Ruggs Freundleben. You'll find me there. Great. Thank you so much for your time. Hey, thank you.